Hey yo, what up, what up? It's uh, another episode of the Cappuccino Brothers. Uh as always, it's your boy DJ contacting the homie Jank One. What up? And um yeah, it's been a, a minute since we, we we done an episode. It's been a couple weeks. Uh had a, a great trip. Just went on vacation or whatever. I went to Japan. I went to Tokyo for a couple for a few days and shit. It was a great fucking time. And, How long was uh, that flight, by the way? Uh the flight was uh fourteen hours. I left from um Chicago. Left from Chicago and it was, and it was a quick layover in Minneapolis and then from Minneapolis it was straight over. That's not yeah, bad. that shit was straight over from Minneapolis. It was twelve hours straight, and um, it was interesting because when we went over, when I went over and shit, it went. We didn't go straight over the ocean. You know, they didn't go straight over the ocean. They went over through, uh, went through Canada and around. I guess it must have been some something over the over the water or something. So oh, they went wow. around the ocean instead of. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible but, until I looked at the flight know. plans. Yeah, until I looked at the flight plan. And, well, you know, you, there's a flight tracker on the plane, and um, so they I, went like over like over Canada, Canada and, and then over, over Alaska. The yeah, thing. wow, okay. over Canada, over Alaska, and then down. And hmm. then coming back, they went straight across. Yeah, That's then coming weird. back, they went straight across. So it was quicker going coming back. Coming back, I think it was like eleven. Yeah, yeah. It was like ten or eleven hours That's... coming back, and then going over, it was about twelve. But it was really cool, you know. Um, if the people for the people who follow me on uh, Facebook, you saw a lot of the pictures, or even on Instagram, I took a lot of pictures and shit. Uh, pictures of the stuff that I ate, the stuff that I did. I went uh, go karting throughout the city. That was dope as fuck. <laughs> that shit was dope because I right. had to get a uh, international driver's permit to do that. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I had to get an international driver's permit. It was like it's, it ain't nothing. You ain't got to take a test or nothing. But so it, you got they give you a card? Maybe? Yeah, yeah, they give oh. you. A, you go to uh, AAA. You can go to AAA, hmm. pay like twenty bucks, and then um, they give you. You got to pay twenty bucks if you got your license or shit, and then they give you an international driver's permit where you could drive anywhere. So you how know, dangerous was it? It was crazy. <laughs> that shit was crazy because the go karts were quick. You know the go karts went about fifty miles an hour. What? Yeah, they was fast. <laughs> yeah, it was. They was fast. So they had us on the freeway and shit. They had us all on the freeway. It was a group of people. It was me and like uh, four other people, four or five other people. Because I took a longer, a long tour. Yeah. And all together was probably like twenty people. Because it was a, a people, a group of people that had took a shorter tour, and I took a long one. So my tour was like uh, three hours. And um, yeah, it was all over the city, and uh, you to go on the freeway. It yeah, we was all over the freeway. We was all over the place, all all on the city streets. And the things was flying though. You know and what they, I'm saying? They can they can afford to close down the city streets. They this? didn't they didn't close down the streets. It was traffic and shit. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was traffic and shit. So, so you go karts with cars. All yeah, around. it was go. We was on go karts. Me and the, the group of people was on go karts and shit. Wow. And uh, it was cars like trying to cut. You know, they gave us basic instructions. You know, <laughs> just try to stay together, stay in the pack, so that people don't cut you off and shit like that. Because there were like certain points where uh, people would try to cut you off if they see that uh, you know you separated from the group because they're trying to get where they're trying to go. Right. I can't even imagine trying to do that in America though. I couldn't even imagine trying to do because I've never seen anything like that in America where it's a bunch of people. Right, even in Milwaukee. Like, yeah, (laughs) motherfuckers will try to hit your ass. (laughs) Yeah, motherfuckers will try to hit you and shit. They hit just people walking. So you know they hit somebody on a go kart. -kart, They try to hit your ass. So, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't even see doing that in in Milwaukee or even like a major city like Chicago or some shit like that. I couldn't even see even trying those shit like that. But it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? It was fun. 
to do that to to see the sights around the city, and um, people were taking pictures. You know, they sit also on the go karts and shit because we had on costumes. You know, they made you wear costumes. <laughs> you had and to wear shit. Costume. Yeah, you had to wear a costume. That was part of the thing. So I had to. I don't even know what the fuck I picked because I don't know shit about <laughs> we Pokemon. Don't either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the people that saw it online, they they know. But uh, I don't know what the fuck I picked. I, I just picked some shit. It was brown. I was like, this looked like a deer. So <laughs> this this cool cool enough for me. And um, we ride <laughs> ride around with the costumes on and shit. And uh, people was taking pictures and waving and all that. So it was cool. I took I took a lot of pictures. Uh, the group, you know, the people who ran the shit, they took pictures for me. You know, they took pictures of me on the. Um, on the go-kart and then at various points and shit when they had time to do that took pictures and shit and it was dope um where i stayed at was uh i stayed in shibuya which is uh like a, a more trendy area of the city and um got hotels pretty expensive or was it uh, i stayed uh, in airbnb it wasn't bad the airbnb uh, was probably better than a hotel that i would have stayed in because it was a nice size room was it actually somebody's crib or no uh, where i ended up staying it was a um apartment complex where a dude was renting out the apartments for Airbnb. He was just making doing Airbnbs for the apartments. Oh, that's I think cool. some of them were long-term rentals, but mostly the whole thing, most of the thing was um, short-term Airbnb shit. I exclusively use Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb is clutch. Yeah. Airbnb is definitely clutch when you're traveling because that shit is a lot New cheaper. York, do not use anything but Airbnb. <laughs> do not stay in those hotels. Stay okay. in the Airbnb. Because I want. I want to go to. I've never been to New York. What? I've, all the places I've been, I've, I've gone to Tokyo. <laughs> I was gonna say. Right. Like, I'm going halfway across the fucking world and shit. I've gone to Tokyo and I, I've been to Seoul and all kind of shit and I haven't been to New York yet. I've literally. New York is the place <laughs> I've been to the most in my life. Yeah. Like I. It's gotta be at least like ten times, if, if not more. But man, we should I need do, to do that this man, year. Man, we need to do a dude trip to New York. Yeah, because I can take you all over. To okay, all, all the dope spots. Like, yeah, I need to do that. I definitely need to do that. And um, because yeah, that. So you, you say Air, you Airbnb can, is the way to go for New York? Yeah, for because for New York, you stay. You know, you get an Airbnb to stay in the area you want to stay in because mm-hmm. most of the like bigger hotels are in Manhattan. Okay. And, that makes I, sense. I've been to Manhattan once. I, and that was good enough for me. I've never been back to Manhattan. Really? I'm always. I'm always Where do you mostly stay? Brooklyn, almost exclusively okay. in Brooklyn. Like wherever I, you know, like the na- I try to do different neighborhoods. You every did time. Jersey too, right? Or yeah. like okay. Oh, we need to do New Jersey, Philly, um, like all over the place. Um, but uh, Jersey is cool because Jersey you can stay like right across the river. And like it's one river boat across. Okay. For like five. So it's bucks. like a ferry or some shit. And it's like half the price, like right across the river. Yeah. Okay. But um, I guess that's why a lot of people moved to Jersey. Yeah, but, we got friends who lived in Jersey, okay. and that's exactly because they got apartment that would cost a million in Manhattan, and it was like you know probably like two three grand a month. Yeah, the cost were. of living is ridiculous in New York. That's I don't one of the survive. Tell you. I don't either. I don't either. I can't imagine paying what they pay. Jobs got to be starting at a hundred thousand. Oh, for you to make a living in New York, like this shit got to start at a hundred grand. Cause I can't see it no other way. Cause we've stayed in some like kind of dope apartments, like in Brooklyn. You know that you know that if when you go to Manhattan, like cause I stayed in a hotel once in Manhattan. Okay, and it was probably like two hundred bucks a night, and it wasn't even like big. It was little, and it was kind of off the strip a little bit. 
So it like wasn't where I really wanted to be. So ever since then, I was like, I pick where I want to go, like the area I want to stay pick in, the that I like, you know, because I've been to all the all the boroughs, I've been to all of them. So I always pick where I want to go next. Okay. And I just find somewhere over there. All right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely keep Brooklyn in mind. I wanted. To, I got a friend that stays in Queens and shit, and I, well, I got a friend that stays in Brooklyn too. My home homegirl Liz stays in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Then my other guy, he stays in Queens and shit. And um, Queens I, is dope. Yeah, I've been Queens meaning is... to get out that way. I, I mean, I was gonna do that last summer, but I didn't get a chance to. Yeah. Last summer, like I was, I was thinking about doing that for my birthday last year, and I didn't get a chance to do that. But um, I forgot what the fuck I did. I think I did. Uh, what the fuck did I do last year? For my birthday? <laughs> I went somewhere. I forgot. I'm in somewhere. I mean, their transportation mm-hmm. is just. I mean, most big cities got good transportation, mm-hmm. but I mean, you just you can go everywhere like all day. You can all day just like take the subway wherever you want to go. Um, man, we took that fucking tram that goes over the water okay. to. Um, I think it's Governor's Island or some shit like that. I don't remember, but there's there's so much that their transportation is just. You okay. go anywhere you I've want. I've heard like uh, different things about the transportation there. I've heard like horror stories about the, oh. the subway and shit like that. that we, just I've been the one, bro. Shit, I've been the one that like twice now, where they like shut down the subway like for a route. Okay, and they move. They make everybody leave the the station station and go like up to the next bus stop. It'll be like fifty people at the bus stop. <laughs> And like you gotta try and like everybody get on the one bus. If you can't, you gotta wait for the next bus. It, and it then is that horrifying. Forever, it was yeah. one of the worst experiences of my <laughs> life. But it was a it was an experience. Like uh-huh. I said, I did it. So when you hear see that shit on TV and they're talking about it, you're like, yeah, that shit is real. Okay. The transportation department, though transportation is cool because you can get everywhere. Like, you know, like here you can't get everywhere. Yeah, right. But there you can get everywhere. The buses but don't go everywhere. If shit. some shit shuts down, you kind of get fucked. Like you have no. You have you got to get on the bus mm-hmm. and you got to fucking wait like that. That's okay. just it. The thing about uh, Tokyo, you know, they have a subway system and shit. Mm-hmm. That was my first time riding the subway or anything like that, or dealing with like transportation to that point, public transportation to that to that point since I've been a kid mm-hmm. or anything like that. And they shit is snappy, yeah. like that shit is <laughs> super efficient. Like they have those um, what you call it trains there, right? Bullet those, train, uh, bullet trains, yeah, yeah. They got bullet trains. I didn't take a bullet train. I think uh, when Nigel came to visit. Because I, I hooked up with Nigel, and um, we we hooked, we linked up uh, Saturday. Yeah, we linked up Saturday mm-hmm. and hung out. And I think he took the bullet train in from where he's where he's living at over there. And um, I didn't get a chance to take a bullet train. I took mostly the subway. Like I tried to catch the bus, but everything was in Japanese, so I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck I was doing. So I was like walking around looking fucking stupid for like 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, dude, let me just try the train. Because I was trying to find, catch the train to the place where I was supposed to ride the uh, go-karts. I was supposed to meet up at, with the people at a certain station. And then they, you know, would they get on the go-karts and shit. So I was, like, lost and shit. And that was, like, the one time where I, that was probably the only time where I was, like, super confused. Because I was supposed to catch a bus and shit. And I don't know. I couldn't speak Japanese. And nothing was in English, at least for the buses. Like, nothing was really in English. So I was, like, fucked. <laughs> and then um, I figured it out. I looked on Google Maps, and they showed me how to get to where I needed to go on the train. So I was like, all right, I'll just take the train. And since then, from then on, I took the train everywhere because yeah. the train was easy as fuck to, to understand. It was easy to navigate. Like, everything, they had instructions in English and Japanese and shit like that. Yeah. So I was able to get around and, and get where I needed to go. And the trains were really efficient. I had the exact same problem in France because they did the same thing. It's okay. like... 
the buses like all that shit i did not understand shit yeah. like everything was in fucking french but when you go on the subway like they have english and french it doesn't make any sense okay like, but the buses like i like i didn't even understand the money yeah like, wh- what like <laughs> i was so confused by that shit nigel but, gave me a little pointer on like how to catch the the, the train and shit like there you pay based off of where you're going off of what stop you getting off on and shit. So he showed me how to do that. Like he sent me a video like, okay, this is what you do. Even if you don't know where you're going, you know, just get like the cheapest ticket to get on the bus or I mean to get on the train. And then when you get off, there's like a fair adjustment thing. It's like a fair adjustment kiosk where you go, you put the ticket in and then it tells you how much extra you need to pay based off of where you got off. Oh. And um, so it's pretty cool. I was able Seems to get around like that. But it's not, yeah. once you do it, cause you I, I figured it, this shit out like instantly. Once yeah. I did it, you know what I'm saying, and it's in English too, so you can look up where you're going by stop. You like okay, you can say okay, this is what stop I'm going to, right? And then it'll tell you how much you need to pay to, to get a ticket to get you know print out a ticket, and you uh go to where you're going, and then you put the ticket in when you leave or whatever. So it's it's cool. Hmm. I was able to get around really easy once I figured I figured the shit out the first time I did it. I'm like okay, this shit makes sense. I know where I'm going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I had Google Maps. That shit was clutch. That shit was super clutch. Was was able to get around with that, and um, yeah, it was really cool. I was able to get around with that, and you know, get around and, and show you where to go, what, what stop to get off on, and then where to walk to from there. So I was able to walk, you know, get wherever I needed to go. I went to uh, a few malls and shit. Do the, um, do a lot of people there speak English too? Yeah, a lot they, of people they spoke learn English it, like in school, right? Yeah, That's a lot of people perfect. spoke English. Only the only. Well, the crazy thing was the person who ran the Airbnb was the only person I really had a problem with because he didn't really speak English and shit that well. Right. So I really had to use uh, Translate. I really had to translate everything. I had to use Google, Google Translate to talk to him and shit because he did not speak English well at all. <laughs> so everybody else did, though. Everybody else spoke English or they knew enough. They knew that I didn't speak Japanese and they would just give me like a menu or something in English and be like, okay, just point to what you want. Right. And shit like that, or point to what you wanted buy or whatever. So most people understand, especially younger folks. Like most of the younger folks understood what I was saying and shit most of the time. So it wasn't that the language. Bar- I was worried about that, right. but uh, the language barrier wasn't too bad. At least with the younger folks, or at least when the times when I went out to get drinks and shit, or when I went to eat, you know, the language barrier wasn't too bad. They could I could either point to something. Or people understood what the fuck I was saying, so it wasn't too bad, like like that. But talking to the person who ran the Airbnb <laughs> was different, like because because he didn't speak English at all. And he, Japanese are like they they like black people, right? They, yeah, they it like, wasn't. They, they're like, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have no issues as far as uh people staring or no shit like that. I saw other black people walking around while I was there, so it wasn't a situation so you're comfortable. <laughs> yeah. When I was in Korea a long time ago, I, I lived in Korea for a year, uh, about 20 years ago, and that was different because Korea is like 90-something percent Korean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't really have a whole lot of people from other races that live there, at least not at that time. Right. So people would look at you and they would see a black person, like, what the fuck are you doing here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was all, it was a, a, a awkward situation. Either they were really nice or they were just like, what are you doing here? You know what I'm saying? Because we don't see black people here like that. Even though what's crazy is even at that time, you know, that's when, um, you know, the early 2000s was when 
Sean John and Rockaware and all that shit was popular, and they was making yeah. all those clothes over there. Right. So they had it. Yeah. <laughs> so they was making all that stuff, but they didn't had they didn't see they never seen black people before. <laughs> so they was making these clothes. They don't know what the fuck they was for, you know. <laughs> so, but it was dope. It was dope back then because we I was getting the Fubu and Fat Farm shit for twenty five dollars. Yeah, for, for the, the super low because this shit was like quote unquote falling off a truck. <laughs> yeah, this shit was like you know falling off the truck and we was getting that shit dirt cheap. <laughs> Motherfuckers over there fitted, <laughs> fitted fit for the yeah yeah. We was over there fitted for like a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? I remember I, um, I sent some shit back home. I sent a bunch of fat farm shit back home. My mom was pissed because she was like, uh, "I know you didn't just spend one hundred fifty dollars on these sweaters and shit like that." I'm like, "No, nah, those sweaters was like two for twenty five because <laughs> the shit was all authentic." You know what I'm saying? Everything right. was authentic, but it was dirt cheap because they was making it. You know, they were making it there, so they're making it for nickels. Yeah, so. they're making that shit for dirt cheap, and they was making a come up off of it. So I was just getting that shit like that. <laughs> um, jerseys, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, uh, sports jerseys was big. They was making authentic jerseys with the not the screen printed joints. They was making the stitch joints. Oh shit! Yeah, the ones that was like a hundred dollars. Right. They was making them for thirty. You know what I'm saying? They was making them for thirty, thirty five bucks. So I was getting all that shit for dirt cheap. I was getting all that shit for dirt cheap. I can't. I, that's seems, one of them places. That seems worth it. Just wait, to be there for that. That was one of them places where I felt like, damn, I should just came over here with nothing. <laughs> like I don't even know why I brought clothes over here because like, right? Dude, that's a that's a place you could just go with an empty suitcase and come back with a full suitcase full of shit for like six or seven hundred dollars. I sh- I felt like I should have just done that. Tokyo was like that too, but it's more um a lot of luxury shit. A lot of luxury. Um, I don't know. I mean, Tokyo is a major city, so it's a lot of people with a lot of money there. They got Hermes. They got uh, Louis Vuitton. I saw like probably like a Goyard store too. Yeah, I saw all that shit. I saw Hermes. I saw Louis Vuitton. I used to love those bags. Never afford them, but I love those shits. One of the malls I went to was like six floors, and it was every luxury (laughs) brand I could you could think of. It was everything from. Versace to Alexander Wang, all that shit, like everything that, uh, everything West Side Gun we talking about his music. They had one of them stores it. there. I was like, oh, that's what he talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's what that is. And shit. Let me go see what that what the clothes actually look like. And they had uh, Mason Margiela stores and all that shit. They had all of that there, like two or three Coach stores. We don't we don't see that shit here. Yeah, you don't see that. You go to New York, yeah, or unless Chicago. you go to New York or Chicago. Chicago mm-hmm. don't even have that. They don't even right. have like multiple. Right. You know what I'm saying? They might have one Louis Vuitton store. They don't they have, have like, multiple like they stores. Have a store. Like, yeah. They don't have like a mall. Full yeah. Of they that don't shit. have one. They don't have, might have one store in the city. It might be one Louis Vuitton store, one yeah Versace store, whatever. But this is like luxury malls. Yeah. <laughs> but t- Tokyo had multiple stores. They had a, that's dope. They had you know. A Louis Vuitton store damn near in every neighborhood. I went in three different <laughs> neighborhoods and they all had all of that shit. Every neighborhood I went to had every how, store how like did they that. Even afford that shit, like <laughs> yeah, they, that's that 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 technology money, man. You know, what I'm yeah, saying Sony and fucking Nissan and all that shit over there. They was they it's getting Louis bread. Vuitton is probably like like Levi's. To yeah, us, they right? getting bread. I was seeing uh, 40, 50 year old motherfuckers. You know, motherfuckers that look old. They was walking <laughs> around with Supreme on, straight up. I was tripping. Wow, I was tripping. It was motherfuckers look like they fifty years old walking around with supreme, <laughs> supreme luggage and shit. I was like, damn, this shit crazy. I was bugging. 
I was like, these motherfuckers is on it. You come home with that shit, you get robbed. Right. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. You ain't even making that shit ain't even making it through all baggage. Red claims. Supreme like suitcase before Man, you make seen, out the airport. I seen plenty of them too. I seen yep. a few of them over there. I was tripping, like Man, I had never even seen that luggage before, and I saw plenty of people with that shit. My oh, fuckers walking around. You only seen shit. online, yeah. <laughs> you see it in live. You're like, yeah, what? I was tripping. I was tripping. They on that. They fashion forward as fuck over there. That shit was. That shit was crazy. That yeah. shit was crazy as hell. But I had a great time. Um, I definitely want to go back. I definitely want to go back. Uh, five days was a good amount of time to be there. I thought. I was thinking I, initially. I wanted to go for like a week. But then I cut it to like four or five days, and then that was a good enough time. I, I saw a lot of shit while I was there. I might want to try to go back again when it's um, summertime or spring or summer. It was decent. The weather was decent, but it was still kind of cold. Mm. So um, I would rather go back when it's like nice and shit, where I could really, really get around and see a whole bunch of different shit, and not have to wear a coat and all that. So that'd be it'd be cooler to do do it at, at a time like that when it's a little bit nicer. But uh, I definitely want to go back. I and, thought it was like their summer, or is it? Their, nah. So it's, they they're on the same. No, nah, they're on the same same schedule okay. as we on. It was it was, uh, thirties or forties over there the whole time I was there. Uh, it didn't oh. snow or anything like that. It rained like the last couple of days I was there. It rained and shit. But um, yeah, it was cool. You know, it was it was cold, but you know, it was manageable. Right. But it was still pretty cold. It was like uh, yeah, forties, you know, the forties, fifties, something like that. So it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And um, music wise was pretty dope. Uh, the music, the music scene. They have um, what they have over there. They have a uh, record bars. They have bars that just play records. Yeah, there, there were multiple bars I went to that just had like walls of records and shit. And they would just it would be like the person behind a bar, right? And they would just be playing records and you know serving drinks and shit. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty. That That's was pretty a dope. Good idea. Yeah, that was dope. The one place I went to. Uh, what the fuck was it called? It was called uh, JBS for uh, Jazz, Blues, and Soul. Because that's what he was playing. It was like an a, a older guy. And he had a bunch of records. He probably had about 10,000, 20,000 records in the spot. Like, it was oh. not a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had about 10,000, 20,000 records in the spot. And he was just, you know, he would throw a record on, make some drinks and shit, throw another record on, and that's what he was doing the whole time. You know what I'm saying? He was that just sounds picking, fun as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. He was just picking. It was, you know, it, no requests. I mean... The one place I went to, one of the last places I went to, a uh, dude was taking requests because he saw me like jamming and shit. Because I was, I went to a place like right before I left, and uh, he was playing Sade when I went in there and shit. Yeah, yeah, he was playing Sade and he saw me jam and he was like, "Oh, just write some, write something down on a piece of paper <laughs> and I see if I got it." And uh, I wrote down a few records and he had them, so he played them and shit. Yeah, <laughs> so he was playing them, so it was pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? It's something that I've never seen here. I've never seen anything like that here, not especially not not in the city, or not even in Chicago or anything like that. Like seeing somewhere where it was like that sounds like something cool to steal. Yeah, like open a bar and like it was just your whole record collection. I told Lou that I was like, dude, you know what I'm saying? I could see Lou doing something like that because Lou got like you know thirty, forty thousand CDs and shit. It's not records, but it's like thirty, forty thousand CDs that he got, and you could just bring your collection to the bar. And play what the fuck you want to play all night, all night long, and drink, drink you know, and serve drinks <laughs> and shit. The one place I went to, they had a bartender, and then they had a DJ. I mean, I guess you could call it a DJ, and uh, he was just picking records, you know, playing shit. I, it was they both. It must have been both of they, they spot. I think it was like a husband and wife type thing, and um, 
he was just picking records and playing them and chilling, and she was making drinks and shit, and it was just kicking it. They was just chilling. Yeah, they were just chilling, you know what I'm saying? She was making the drinks, he was playing the music, and that was that, you know? They got, like, regular clubs there, too. They had, like, regular I feel like I want to open a bar just to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed, and I was like, damn, that's a great fucking idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? While I'm in these spots, I was like, this is a great fucking idea to just bring your whole, all your, your record collection out. Cause you don't have to do like crazy mixing and shit. Yeah. Just play records. It wasn't mixing. Make some drinks. Yeah. Play some more records. Yeah. It wasn't. They wasn't like mixing or scratching and no play shit what like you that. Like, yeah. You know, and hopefully everybody else will be cool with it. Yeah. And people was was chilling. You know, the places I went to, people were chilling and they was just playing what dudes just playing whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were playing whatever whatever they wanted to play. Wasn't really taking requests, and everybody was just kind of hanging out. And uh, that was it. So yeah, that was pretty dope. I had a, a great time, and it's something somewhere I definitely want to go back to. Uh, I definitely want to go back there soon. Yeah, it, I would love to visit. It was on <laughs> it's it's on my bucket list of places, and I don't. I've been to a lot of the places I wanted to been to. That's definitely on the top of the list. I just hate fucking long flights. Yeah, that I was a long flight, but it was only, worth the it. The only thing, though, like the long flights. Like, if you can pop a pill, like, I have anxiety on airplanes. Okay. So, even though I've traveled, like, I do travel and have traveled a lot, like, I have, I still have anxiety on planes. Okay. So, like, I've overseas flights, like, I've taken pills. My anxiety is so bad that, um, like, my adrenaline overruns the pill mm. and I can't go to sleep. Okay. So, I'm, like, kind of high, but <laughs> excited <laughs> the whole time, the whole flight. Uh-huh. So... I don't, I don't know. I just hate I hate long flights, but it's it's totally worth it once you land. Yeah, once you get travel days always suck. And those big, yeah, the those big planes sucks. are way more comfortable. Yeah. It's not bumpy. And it's like you know, you usually get to watch some cool movies or some shit like that. And I took the wire with me. Uh, I had the <laughs> wire and a bunch of other shit on my tablet. I watched yeah. that. Going over, um, I had a whole road to myself, so that was cool. What? Yeah, I had a whole road to myself. It wasn't a lot of people on the plane going over there. Coming back, it was only like, it was, it was still not not busy. You know what I'm saying? Coming back, it still wasn't bad. So I um, was able to chill like that. Since it was a, a, a long international flight, the drinks were free. Yeah, I didn't have to pay for drinks or nothing like that on the plane. Uh, you know, they had food and all that. Everything was free. Yeah, usually they, they feed you pretty good. On, I remember one time I, I was coming back from um, London and my TV. I was in regular, like just you know, regular seats. Uh-huh. But everybody had their own TV because mm-hmm. you know it was those bigger planes. But my TV didn't work. But it was like a full flight from London. Really? So it was like they're like, "Oh, sorry. Do you mind sitting in first class with a TV?" I was like, <laughs> "Bitch, yes." <laughs> Dude, what do you got, mean do I mind? <laughs> I got, Let's go. Dude, I got so drunk I spilled wine. Like I got a bucket that I had him give me a bucket with those mini wines in it. I was like, just give me a bunch of them so I don't have to keep calling you back. And I got drunk and like spilled wine like all over my shirt. And I got off the plane. I was fucked up. Like I had wine. I smelled so bad. Smelled That's the way to go though. Man. Shit. That's the way to go. Yeah, I was drinking wine, you know, red wine and shit. Like, fuck it. Like, cause I wasn't paying for it, you know what I'm saying? I was like, <laughs> exactly. they were charging me for it. So I was like, like shit, just keep bring that me shit another. Coming. All right, bring me another red wine. They was like, you want, what do you want? I'm like, shit, just bring me that. I'm good, <laughs> good with that. Whatever drinks y'all got, I'm drinking it. Yep. So I was able to uh, watch The Wire and shit. Watch the whole second season of The Wire on the way over there. And 
which is a kind of a slept on season. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to do that. Everybody's like, a lot of people don't like the second season, but that second season is integral yeah. to the rest of the yeah. wire. You got to watch the second season. Most definitely, the most, the second season is definitely key to the rest of the the rest of the shit. Because then shit happens later on. You're like, what the fuck? And you're a like, lot of that oh. shit. Yeah, and a lot of that shit ties into it the second season. Yep. yep. All the pieces matter. So, uh, yeah, we have to get into um. What 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 have you been watching lately? Have you been watching anything cool lately or anything like that? Um, I've been watching um Counterpart on Stars. Okay. That's just about like the earth shifts into like two dimensions and like there's a way to get between both dimensions and like they're going against each other. Okay, like, so it's some sci fi type. It's shit. like it's it's not really sci fi, it's more like uh it's like about intelligence and diplomacy and all this other bullshit. But it's just a it's just a real cool story, but that's all I've really been on. Cause okay. Everything else is. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to watch that shit, like don't fuck with cats, and I was like, nope. I heard about that. I heard about nope. that. I need to watch that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's. it's, it's I didn't because I didn't know about this story about because I was watching it. And like I, apparently it was like an international thing about this cat shit, like this dude killing these cats and stuff, and I didn't know anything about it. But when they started like you know. The video and like how he killed the cats i was like I, I, wow no okay I, <laughs> I don't even care about cats and shit but i was yeah, just like that's wow i'm gonna have to check that out though this, but yeah I, I keep hearing about it i've heard a couple of people recommend it yeah and, it's, um, it's cool like where i got to is cool because they're like actually all these people all over the world are trying to find this guy but i was just like this so uh, they formed a voltron type shit exactly looking for this dude looking for this using like little tiny clues from the videos and stuff and that but I was just crazy. like, I just kind of lost interest because I was like, this is some weird white shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else would do this. I wish white people cared about like every, anything else as much as they care about animals. Like human beings. Right. <laughs> if they cared about anything else as much as they cared about animals, we'd be in a, a great fucking place as a civilization. <laughs> but they get mad when you say Black Lives Matter. <laughs> they get but pissed. Cats, but yeah. cats are like, eh. Right. You, you kick a dog or some shit, and then it's... <laughs> Fucking World War Three. <laughs> yeah, you watching fuck- anything? Uh, not really. I've been. I was. Wa- was watching. The, um, they just came out with the Who Killed Malcolm Malcolm X thing on Netflix and shit. Oh, I got that in my list. I haven't, you watched yeah. it yet? I watched started? some of it. I haven't watched the whole thing. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, so I can't really comment on that until I finish watching it. But um, I'll probably start that this week. That's mostly what I've been watching. I've been keeping up with the news and shit. Uh, I need to stop watching the news because it just yeah. pisses me off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been watching a lot of MSNBC and the shit just pissed me off. All the shit that, that uh, Trump been getting away with lately. Yep. And, you know, the acquittal and all that shit. And he got acquitted and went right back to the bullshit. <laughs> he, jumped, he jumped right back into the bullshit, like, too. Like, literally five minutes after right. he got acquitted. Like, right. his Twitter was blowing the fuck up. They said that he hoped he learned his lesson. Uh, Susan Collins uh, said that she hoped he learned his lesson from the impeachment shit. And then, you know, a day or two later, he was already in some other shit. She was like, well, I guess he's not going to like She was like, I'll take that back. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, she was like, I'll take that back. I don't, I don't think he's going to learn anything, you know what I'm saying, from, from this shit. I, I, I misspoke, basically. <laughs> this motherfucker is unhinged now, and he's going to be even worse. Man, I've been watching that, um, some of the Democratic shit, and I don't really, I, like, Honestly, I don't really like anybody. Like, yeah. There's nobody who like stands out to me that's like 
I, there's nobody who I agree with everything they're saying or there's some little thing that I just hate about them. Mm-hmm. So like Bernie Sanders is I like him, but like that socialist shit, like I can't get 100 percent down with. And he's he's just old. Like he that's a big I, issue. I that, that is a like, big issue. He's like 80. Damn it, it. it would really depend on who his vice president would mm-hmm. be. Because he ain't gonna make it. No, <laughs> he ain't gonna make it through 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 a, a whole a full term. I don't think you know. what I'm saying he may he may not make it to inauguration. Damn near. You know. what I'm saying who knows. And Buddha Judge is just. I don't think anybody would. I wouldn't say anybody. I think most woke people are like totally fine with it. But I think a lot of people are just not into a gay president. Mm-hmm. Like a black president was too much as right. it was. Then you a gay president. Uh, I don't think the, so. The black president is how we got into the situation we in now. And shit. <laughs> the motherfuckers retaliated hard. They they, hard. they was like we cannot deal with you know what I'm saying after Obama we got to go extreme the other way and shit. We got to go extremely the other way and um. I don't know if people realize what the fuck just happened, but even though Trump wasn't able to complete his plan the way that he wanted to do his shit, like his shit still worked because Biden is doing horrible right now. <laughs> yeah. After, you know, all of the impeachment shit and people now people have casted doubts or on like what the fuck was going on, even though nothing really happened. I feel like he that like that Almost like that was his intention. Mm-hmm. Like he knew he wouldn't get impeached. I mean, he did get impeached, but I, he knew he wouldn't lose the presidency. Yeah, like, but like they by were still able to this, like because he he really concentrated on Biden's son, especially mm-hmm. by concentrating on that. I think he knew that it was just going to blow over, and like the Biden shit would stick. Yeah, and it did. Which it did. It yeah. did. And now people are raising concerns about Biden and shit. About the shit that if you actually do the homework on what happened, like it's no big deal. Right. And if you want to get mad about that, like half of Trump's fucking family is working in the White House right now. Right. They doing the same shit. They doing it on the government. Yeah. They They got family and friends doing shit for them. Right. They doing it on the even grander scale than what Biden was even doing. You know what I'm saying? Half of Trump's family works for the White House. If I have millions of fucking dollars and like have clout and pull like that. My fucking kids would be doing some shit like that. Guaranteed. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, they would be doing that. Something like that. Trump is a walking fucking ethics violation. <laughs> uh, like, this all, because, you know, you when you're the president, you, you're supposed to be separated from the, your business, your whole business dealings and shit. He ain't yeah. done that. He, he ain't done that in three or four years. a walking contradiction. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he literally, like, he was going at Buddha Judge about, like, he has no experience because he's just been a mayor in, or is he a mayor or governor? He was a mayor. And, um... Indiana? Indiana, right, and it's like Trump never Trump, did. Anything. He had no no government he never, experience right. ever. He, he never ran anything. He in built a, buildings, like he built. <laughs> he was, I mean, he went real from, estate mode. Yeah, he went, right, went from real estate like to fucking can, the presidency. Like, how can you criticize somebody about how much experience, experience they have in government when you had none? Right. I, I, yeah, I'm absolutely no experience. Puzzled by that yeah. bullshit. Yeah, this shit's crazy, but. If you watch, if you listening to this, I said watch. But if you listening to this, the main thing we need to do is get out and vote. Even if you're Republican, man, you need to get some of these Republicans out of office because they are total bitches. Because <laughs> even in the, in the even in the, the process of the impeachment shit, even in the process of the, the trial, the removal trial, a lot of them this, they uh, 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 voted for acquittal. But even then, they said we, we they even even they said he did the shit. They like he did yeah. it. But we don't think that it's bad enough that for for him to be removed from office and shit. That was their explanation. 
His lawyer was, said, yeah. he, like uh, Giuliani said, he did it. Yeah, there was no debate over the fact that <laughs> there was no debate over the fact that he did it. You know what I'm saying? There's just the debate over whether what he did was bad enough to remove him from office. That's now, all it was. Now, anytime impeachment <laughs> comes up, it's gonna be like, it's like this is gonna be held there because it's like, well. Was what he does is it is it impeachable? Mm-hmm. Can you know will he be acquitted? Because is it did he really do something that bad? Like there needs to be like cut and dry rules to this shit. Yeah. What like he if, did was worse than what Nixon did, like times ten. Oh, definitely. What he did definitely. was worse than Nixon times ten. But we are in a, a state where the Republicans know they can't win an election, so they have to. They, they know they can't win an election without Trump's voters. So they felt like the only way that they could win elections in 2020, a lot of people are up for re-election. So the only, they felt like the only way that they could win is to just keep hitching themselves to this the Trump train. And it's, it's going to end up bad for all of them. They, I mean, they it's asked them once. They said, if you could find out something about somebody running against you, like, would you get that information from a source? And he said, yes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, he knew he, he's like, you can't do that. They told him, like, every, did it anyway. every news source said, you cannot do that. And he did that shit, like, <laughs> like blatantly, like, yeah. right away. As soon as he had the option to do it, he did he that shit. He did that shit. He's still trying to do that shit. He's still That's trying to do it. It's wild that, like, what people let him get away with, but. But I don't think, since Biden's not doing well in the polls and shit, he's not doing well in the, in the early primaries, I highly doubt that's how you know it's bullshit because once Biden falls off, you won't hear anything about this Barisma or fucking Hunter nope. Biden. You won't hear anything about that because they don't care about that shit. They just wanted to kill his fucking credibility. Yep. It's wanted to kill his credibility and they did that. So now that you won't hear about this shit no more. Because they know like. And that's how you know it's fucking bogus. Because he like Warren's credibility has been like questioned and she's right. she's not doing great. Yeah. So now they're going to try to work on, on Buttigieg and. Yeah. And uh, Biden, I mean, not Buttigieg, but uh, I mean, not Biden, but um, Sanders and yeah. shit like that. You know, now they're going to try to find things that. I think Sanders is going to be the only one where they can't find shit on him. Yeah. But except for. His record been out there and he's been in Congress for Lord knows how long. So, right. I mean, it ain't really. Just, a, all they're going to do is bang on the socialist shit because, you know, a lot of people still associate that with, I don't know, like right. Cuba and, or whatever. And yeah. I don't know. So people don't understand. A lot of people are stupid as fuck, and right. they don't understand what socialism is. And you and don't have to agree to with mm, all of it. Like mm. I was saying earlier, like I don't agree with everything he talks about, like socialist-wise, but you don't have to agree with it all, but as long as like some of it like you understand and like you can get down with, mm-hmm. that's what matters. Like my homeboy, Nate, my Nate uh, I call my boy Nate, uh, Huey Freeman and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like he says, you know what I'm saying, there's really no... Um, there's really no left left party in, in, in American politics. Like even people like uh Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, they not really left leaning, right. you know what I'm saying? They they still like moderate. Right. As far as uh politics go, as far as their ideologies go, they they not left leaning at all, you know what I'm saying? Even the the Democrats are still mostly right. But they it's still, like they like center right. But you know they still make not, them sound like radical. Yeah, they make it. It sounds but, like it sounds radical, but it's really fucking not. Like what's her name? The um, uh, that female senator. She's like Hispanic or something. You talking about AOC? AOC. She's, she's a con- yeah. She's a congressman. Yeah, yeah congressman. Congresswoman. She, she's a little radical. Like yeah. that. She's she's left. Way left. Yeah, she's left. 
but that's not everybody. Yeah. That's that's a small percentage. And they look at they talk about her like she's just a fucking right, like Che Guevara or some shit. Right, and, and she's she not, ain't even, even it's crazy not even like that wild. That. It's like <laughs> I don't want the planet to like fall apart. Yeah, I don't, start I don't. putting gardens up. Like, you know, like she, like it's, a lot of the shit she talks about is like like common sense yeah, shit that it's they not even hear about. it's not even left but we have gone we have shifted so far fucking right, right. and the country is so conservative that when people say shit like everybody should have health care right <laughs> right then you sound fucking crazy <laughs> and they bring all this shit up about canada like i don't give a fuck about canada mm-hmm. like and they i've actually I, so i've read a lot about because they say a lot about the canadians have to wait this long mm-hmm. to get care canadians have to wait wait this long to see a doctor but a lot of that is bullshit you really need to do some research yeah. about um you know socialized like medicine and like doctors and shit like that it's really not as bad as they make it out to be it's not it's like very it's very situational and they put they put misinformation out there so the first thing you think about is like oh if i have cancer i have to wait you know like two years to like get into like you know see a doctor to do this <laughs> that's not true it's totally false and they yeah. they put this misinformation out there on purpose so everybody got in their head like well if the government gives us insurance we're never gonna be able to see a doctor yeah and that, okay. that's incredibly fucking false right it's like 100% a, false. like the wires like on the wire is like my, my favorite show of all fucking time mm-hmm. and like one of the um quotes from the wire is the bigger the lie the more people believe and it is crazy that in the information age, where I can pull out my fucking phone and Google any fucking information I need <laughs> to know, I, I can learn anything I need to know through my phone in fucking 30 seconds, people easily believe the wildest bullshit. The craziest <laughs> shit. People believe the wildest bullshit and they just run with the fucking... It's, it's so easy to deceive people in the age where information is at, at your fingertips all right. the time. And I mean, and it's, like, it's, it's insane. That shit it's with insane. Russia is like, it's a hundred percent true. Like, if you like, if you look up articles about Facebook, like what they're trying to do uh, to to stop misinformation, they blatantly say like they know that everyone knows that the Russians are like putting shit on like Facebook and other mm-hmm. kinds of social media mm-hmm. to make people to to make people misinform think, people. Mis, yeah, misinform people and, and, and mislead folks, and they, and they get away with it. Right, and it's because <laughs> the people don't think. They don't yeah. think to like go out and look for information themselves. They see some shit on Facebook or somewhere else, and they just assume it's true, and it's not it's cra- always that's true. That's crazy as hell. It's crazy as hell that most people just see something. On, or, it's amazing how much misinformation I hear right. every fucking day. How, how much shit, how much false shit I hear every day, how much false shit People post, people post like onion articles as if they're true. And shit. Like, <laughs> that shit happens all the fucking time, right, and right. it is ridiculous. And then, like, and sometimes, like, dude, some- if you just read the shit, you could tell that it's fake. Like, what like, the fuck are you thinking? Do we have to explain the onion to you? Like, <laughs> but in other times, it's like you. I, I just, I just remember from. I'm not really so on social media now, but. I just remember seeing like articles and I'd be like, that does not sound right. And mm. I look at the website and be like, what the fuck website is and that? And if you look at the bylines for the website, you could tell like this is just, <laughs> it says like this is fake, this is fake shit. Right. It, it's just, this is, just, this is a satire or something like that. And right. people and just repost it. Sometimes it's just absolutely false. Yeah. Sometimes it's just some like asshole in like Ukraine like <laughs> putting up a weird website just to get people to read it and like spread misinformation misinformation is, is so easy to deceive people it just takes one literally one person to put up one mis- 
like misinformed article to one person and some asshole goes with it. Yeah, and they repost it and then next over thing you know that shit is there was still even like uh I would say I think six or seven years into Obama's presidency, there were like a third of people that still thought that he was from fucking Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> A third, a third. That's crazy. It's, it's stupid as people are stupid as fuck. And Donald I think Trump Republicans was, understand Trump that was one of the main people yeah. out there trying to like you know prove that he was not American, <laughs> which drives me nuts. That's how rep- the Republicans do well because they understand that people are stupid as fuck, right? And that and they exploit that. All the time. They exploit that to their advantage all the time. They understand that people are stupid as fuck in this day and age. And they're easily, they easily believe anything that you fucking tell them. And they use that to their advantage all the fucking time. I mean, they know people won't do the homework. They, they know people won't, won't do the research. They know they won't. They, they blatantly lied so many fucking times during the, during the hearings and shit. They lied yeah. so many fucking times. So many things they said were just blatantly false. But they knew the people wouldn't do the fucking homework to understand why the shit that they were saying right. that was false. So they just people said it. blindly like just And follow. they just followed it. And they just, they, so they just said, we're just going to say shit that's false anyway. And But you know what? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, like I respect any president that's in office. Like just because they're president. I don't I like, don't. I don't like the president. I don't. But just, I don't, you know, it's the president of our country. So like. Fuck that. Okay. Anyway. But. <laughs> He's he is gonna fuck up badly. Yeah, again. He's, he's already fuck fucking up. up. It's gonna be. But worse. he's gonna do something worse. He's and then all these worse. guys have been juggling his balls for the last like couple of years. What are you gonna do? Yeah, they're gonna regret it. You they can't already, back, you can't back him forever. Yeah. Just because right that now, has to be a limit. you know why they're backing him right now is because a they're get they're 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 saying like more black people and Hispanic people are uh, following Trump now, and they're saying that. that um, the unemployment rate um, is so low for black people and Hispanic people. It's at an all-time low, which I'm not going to say I don't believe that, but I just need to know where that information comes from. Yeah, a lot of it is is due to the fact that a lot of folks ain't looking for, and they ain't not in the job market anymore, and they're not really looking for jobs and shit right. like that. I mean, the economy is okay, but you know what I'm saying? A lot of it is due to the fact that uh, a lot of wealth uh, people don't understand that they don't understand wealth inequality, right? And the fact that um, nine or ten people have more money than damn near half the fucking world, right? And they don't understand that because um, <laughs> I was just posting, I posted some shit probably about a week ago, and it was um some experiment that this guy was doing at the mall. He had a piece of he had a pie, and he asked people, you know, to, to divide this pie um based off the classes. Yeah. Divide this pie across the classes based off what you think that everybody has, and nobody gave the rich the, the top one percent more than half the pie. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, now nah, I'm gonna show you what really it, what it really is. And you know, the top one percent, if you divide a pie into like ten pieces, the uh, top one percent has nine pieces of that pie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that, That's they, crazy. they have that much wealth. You know what I'm right. saying? The top one percent of people have that, and if you have that wealth, you have power. Yeah, a lot of people don't know how much a billion dollars is. It's a lot of fucking money, right? Because <laughs> we we say, you know, Jeff Bezos has a hundred billion dollars, and we say Bill Gates has sixty, seventy billion dollars. People don't understand how much fucking money that is. It's a lot of fucking money. 
Like that's a it's, lot of money, dude. <laughs> like how uh, what's his name was running for president? Um, Bloomberg. So Bloomberg. Like if people have to think about how much money Trump has, Bloomberg has like his wealth. Like Trump, Trump is like garbage compared mm-hmm. to Bloomberg. Like Bloomberg, he hasn't even been to a debate. He hasn't he hasn't done shit. He's just been putting ads on television. Right. He doesn't have to go to any of that. He has that much money that he hasn't does he doesn't have to he do paid any for of a this Super Bowl shit. ad out of his pocket. Out of his pocket. <laughs> he and, didn't have to raise no money to does, do that. And he's not losing money. Like right. he's he's so he's got money constantly coming in every day. He's making so much money every day. Nothing matters. He can do whatever he wants. He spent like $300 million on ads. He spent right. more than everybody else combined and on it's, ads. It's like nothing. It's nothing. And it's all him. out of his own pocket. And it's all based off of money he's made off interest. And if he doesn't make, if he doesn't become president, he's, still, a, he's still got billions of dollars. Right. It's it not going to kill matter. him at all. It doesn't, it doesn't affect him. This is just pocket change. Right. Imagine it's, just it's, having pocket it's, change. It's like, like when I have like an extra like grand and I go spend like you go buy a couple pairs of shoes, right? And I still got like you know like six hundred left over. Like <laughs> that's I'm how good. it is for like, him, right? Like I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> he he had a couple billion laying around. It's like you know what? Fuck it. Let me just go spend this money on trying to be president. Let me just try to be president right quick. I am curious to see if he can if he literally can buy the presidency. Like, he's trying to. I mean, he This is an interesting experience. He's right. he's trying he's trying to buy the presidency right, right now. Right. Right. I mean, and he, I I believe he could probably do it if he if he does it right, you know. Yeah, he's not spending he, like you say he's not participated in any debate so far and uh he's just buying he's spending all his money on ads and shit. Um, and we'll see what happens because uh, he's going to be part of um, the primaries coming up soon, like Super Tuesday and shit like that. Like he's focusing yeah. on on that instead of Iowa and New Hampshire and all that shit. Like who gives a fuck about Iowa, New Hampshire right. anyway? I mean, he's doing it smart. Like yeah. to be honest, he's because yeah. the less you that. say, the better the better you are. The better right. off you are. The, the less mean, people know about you, the better off you are. And he's almost like saving money by not. You know, traveling back and forth to all mm-hmm. these states mm-hmm. over and over, and like yeah. wasting all this time. Like he can just sit back wherever he is and f- put an ad on. Man, there was talk radio on AM radio. He put ads on a re- on a Republican shows on talk radio. He's been going at Trump he hard. Yeah, He's been going like, at Trump hard too. Hard. And yeah, they can't been, say, and the, the the radio guys can't say shit about his commercials. They can't say right, a word it's part about of the, it. It's just part of the show. You it's have to pay for their show. Like they can't say shit. Right. You have to air it, and he's saying some some fucked up shit. Right. I mean, he's telling the truth, but you know right. what I'm saying. He's saying some shit that most people he is going harder than most people are willing to go on Trump and shit like that. So it'll be interesting. This is an interesting experiment right now. Um, whether because a lot of people he's getting a lot of play. On the national stage now because a lot of people are hearing about him and they're seeing how much money he's spending. And you, you're seeing him more. You get you, People get more familiar with him. And he's just kind of so, creeping up. Like, yeah, he out is. Of nowhere, coming out of like nowhere. Just, and it's, it'll be interesting to yeah, see. Very interesting. So, I mean, I, like I say, I watch the news a lot. So, I've been trying to, to watch it a little bit less today. I think was <laughs> I was watching the news before we started. But uh, I've been trying to watch it a little bit less because this shit just pisses me off. It just gets me irritated and shit when I see like the the shit that people believe and the shit that's going on. And when I post about this shit on Facebook, like I don't get any responses about it about right. some of this shit. Nobody that, pays attention. Yeah, but we're not talking about titties or some shit. <laughs> Everybody, I love talking about titties. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I'm down with titty talk, but we got to talk about this politics shit 
And I talk about the state of the fucking world right now and the state of the country that we living in and all of the fucked up shit that's going on. You need to be informed because we have a major fucking election coming up and you need to know what the fuck's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of missed talking about music yeah. and shit. Yeah, that's what we supposed to be talking about music and shit. <laughs> Uh, one of our favorite producers ever. Uh, we celebrate the anniversary of one of our favorite producers ever, Jay Dilla. He uh passed uh February 10th, yep. Uh, what was that 2006? Yeah, so every year, you know, what I'm saying we, we try to show love to Dilla. I went on uh Periscope, what was that uh last mm-hmm. week? I was on Periscope last week. I did about an hour mix of just all some of my favorite Dilla joints and shit like that. Uh, what's some of your favorite songs? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite, but I've all so the first thing I heard from Dilla was, uh, and it was by accident because I got a cut out at a record store I was working at. Okay. Um, the first album, Volume Two, and um, I listened to it. And I was like, when it "Fall in Love" hit, that's my. I shit. was like, what? Like that was it for that's me. That's my like, what shit. The fuck is mm. this? Like, why? Like, why does this <laughs> exist? I don't even understand. Like. Like what? Where did like like the drums, the sample, everything right, was just like right. That song is perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything. The lyrics, you know, they you know some villages they talk about dumb shit. It's it's known. Like they're not the most greatest lyricists in mm-hmm. the world, but they're not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it everything just fit. It's about a vibe, right? And so that was just my shit, like forever. Like, um, Dilla is one of those artists that uh, you knew, but you didn't really know who the fuck. Was doing all of this shit Like right. When volume 2 came out Then it kind of all Clicked together But before then Like you didn't know Like A lot of people didn't know That running And drop And yeah. stakes is high and, and all that shit People Was hearing these joints Or you know The Busta Rhymes records Like people yeah. was hearing these joints But they not did Wasn't really connecting Like one person was doing All of this shit Until like um, Until Fantastic came out Volume 2 came out and then, you know, you started hearing him on, like, the root shit. Yep. And then, you know, the Soul Aquarians came together. And then you kind of was like, oh, shit. Like, this dude right. is. And, like, people like us were obviously on top. We're on that shit. So mm-hmm. we knew what was what was happening. So, like, to see that, to be around for that was dope. Like, the, the to be around to see uh, Dilla flourish into, like, what he became mm-hmm. was. Because I'm with you on that. Like, you just, you heard all this shit. And you're like, who is this JD dude? Yeah. Like, and then like it all like came together with volume two and you're like, oh shit, that's that's that guy. Okay. Because when you we did we did the uh we did the raise it up thing. That was a few years ago. Yep. I remember mm-hmm. Dre uh coming up to me and he was like, I don't really know a whole lot about Dilla, but he like threw the joints that y'all been playing. He's like, I've been hearing these songs all, right. all all the time, but I didn't know that like Dilla produced all of this shit. Exactly. Because he was yep. like, I didn't I didn't even understand that he had done all of these records. And I'm like, Yeah, you know, once you, you you hear them, you've been hearing these records, but you didn't know like who the fuck was doing them because people don't read album credits or nothing like that. And even if you do, you don't really. Since he didn't have like a signature thing or right. anything that he did, like you didn't really know. You didn't hear like Jay Dilla on the yeah, beat. right. You didn't know what the fuck was going on. You know, a lot of people didn't know what was going on. Uh, some of my favorite uh, Dilla beats was uh, "Make Him Envy." That's my shit. Uh, Fall in love. Uh, Running is. Classic because uh, Zoe pointed this shit out to me uh, a few years ago. Um, Zoe was like, "If you don't, if you're paying attention to the song running, 
the kick pattern changes yep. the entire song, which it's means that he same. played. Yeah. yeah, it's never the same. The kick pattern is never the same, which meant that Dilla played the drums. He program. He didn't program the drums for that song. He played it the whole way through. The whole way. Four minutes on the NPC, he played that song the whole way through. That shit is incredible. Yep. That shit is incredible. And um, crushing is one of my favorite too. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember that meme that was out, that video <laughs> meme where that dude was dancing to it and like <laughs> slapping people when they were doing shit. But that was a, uh, I love that they used that beat. But that's one of my favorites. I any um every the whole Dilla love Japan shit. I love everything on yeah, that. I love Japan. Get um, this money is my shit. This, yep, that's my shit. That uh, was like kind of the first because that was on that soundtrack. Um, Office Space. Uh huh. So that was, I think that was probably the first time I ever heard them was off the Office Space soundtrack. And I just, it didn't, again, didn't like glue till. You ever seen a video where uh, Thundercat then play it for for Herbie Hancock? No. Yeah, there was a video (laughs) where uh, Thundercat and them were talking about that they was working with Herbie Hancock and um, they was working with Herbie Hancock and they had that moment. Well, they was like, I don't think he's heard that before. <laughs> and they were saying, I don't think he's heard Get This Money before and shit. Yeah. And they asked him. He was like, nah, I haven't heard it. And uh, they played it for him and shit. And he was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said he play, they played it for him. He was like, and they said it took him a minute to realize that it was his song that was being sampled and shit. So he didn't even know. No, he didn't know. No, he wow. didn't know that that was, uh, that was come running to me and shit. He didn't even know that. And they played it for him. And he was like, and he was like. That's really dope, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I gotta see that now. <laughs> yeah, it's on. It's on YouTube where uh, I think yeah you have to search for Thundercat, and I think Thundercat w- was talking about like that they had that moment where they realized that he hadn't heard the song and shit, and they played it for him. That's and wild, uh, like, yeah, and then he was tripping like, oh shit, that's my song, you know what I'm how saying? Do I not know this. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously paid for it. But. And then. uh there was a moment where uh, on Quest Love Supreme, again, the same song, where I was talking to uh, Allie Willis, and she was one of the people who wrote that song. She wrote Come Running To Me, and she didn't know that wow. there was such a big song. She was like, because Quest was trying to explain to her, like, you know, because she was saying, you know, that was like one of the, that was one of the first songs that she wrote with Herbie Hancock and shit, and... um she was they was trying to explain to her like you know to you it may just be some yeah (laughs) some minor record but to us it's like a big deal because this is a record that dilla sampled for one of his you know bigger songs and shit one of his dopest songs and she was like i didn't i didn't know that 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 shit was that big like that so you know dilla was great because he was able to take Records that eat, that nobody would would touch, you know what I'm saying? Records that people might have passed over and be like, I can't do nothing with that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He was always the person who would be like, okay, I could take that and, and freak it into some crazy ass shit. So he was just always able to take records that nobody would, would touch, nobody would fuck with, record that you didn't think that was all of that. He would take it and turn it into something fucking Beautiful, you know what I'm saying, and he was just one of the greatest producers of all time. You uh, know, I, I got, I'm in, I know I'm in a small percentage of people, but I like the way he rapped too. I was a yeah. fan of his rap. That I he mean, was the dopest rapper in Slum Village. Well, he yeah, was the best easy, rapper in Slum Village, easily. But even his solo shit, you know, and the Jaleb shit, like all his shit, I, I liked it. I, I was. I mean, he is underrated as a rapper. Dilla is very underrated said, as a rapper. B i t c h s will get a K solo style. 
Who? <laughs> That's dope as fuck. You uh-huh. gotta think about it. You gotta think about it. <laughs> think about it. You're like, uh-huh. oh, okay, I get it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He 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 has some good lines. Like, I gotta give it to him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he was like at some point. I think he was kind of like Kanye, where he wanted to get away from. He didn't want to get away from producing, but he wanted to go off on his own and like always have his own shit and mm-hmm. rap because like, mm-hmm. he loved. You could tell he just loved to rap because he was. I thought he was good at it. Whenever I bring that up, everybody's like, "No." Nah, well, you listen garbage. to Slum, right? Well, you have to tell them to go listen to Slum Village and think about like your your favorite verses from that album, and they all right. Dilla's verses. Every all, yeah. <laughs> and then your fa- you think about your favorite verses from that album, like the verses from "Get This Money" or uh, "Raise It Up." Raise it up. He killed yeah. Raise It Up. That, oh, that fuck that first verse. Yeah. I wouldn't even rapped after that. I'd right. be like, nope. Or Climax or you like yep. any of those. I don't know. Like yep. all of those songs. You you he go back and yeah. it's always a standout. You go back and listen to those songs, you're like, what's the derpest verse in this song? And if you think about it, like, cause maybe they don't they don't say their names enough and shit. Right. But like, if you go and you ask somebody like randomly, what's the dopest verse from the song? Most of the time, they'll say this Dill's verse, and they not don't yep. don't even realize that that's him rapping and shit. You're like, oh, like they have that epiphany moment. <laughs> like, oh shit, that was Uh, the red is another favorite joint of mine mm-hmm. off of J Lib. That's my shit. Uh. A lot of you know, I, I love a lot of Dilla shit. Like I we, I try the, to play um, some of his shit every year. The Frank, all the Frank and Dank shit he did. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, love is thing of the past. That's one of my favorite beats ever. I still got that vinyl, the original um, single. I love that fucking beat. I don't even remember where he sampled that from, but that that sample is just so raw. Yeah, it's it's sad to see. Uh, it was sad to see him go so so suddenly. Like right when he was just you know starting to hit another level. I mean, Dilla did a lot of shit. He, he, he had three different phases of his career. Uh, you know, the Donuts was kind of towards the end, but he, you know, he started the neo soul shit. Started on that on that neo soul kind of tip. Um, one thing that people don't don't always trip about. I tripped about it when I realized that Dilla doesn't have a, a production credit on Voodoo on right. D'Angelo's Voodoo album because. Um, Quest Love kind of imitated his style for the, that entire album. Like a lot of the shit that we associate with neo soul, we associate with uh yeah with that that type of shit. Right, that was, was all Dilla. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That shit was 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 them imitating Dilla like um, Erica Badu. Yeah, D'Angelo, yeah. All that shit was yeah. Was D'Angelo, uh, Quest Love said that D'Angelo was already recording. Voodoo, what, what was supposed to be the follow up to Brown Sugar, you know what I'm saying? He was already recording that, and then he heard Slum Village and like started over. Right. He heard Slum Village was like, nope, I gotta, do it. <laughs> that's it. Like I gotta, I gotta do my whole shit over now because, and that's when he started to make Voodoo. Is like he heard Slum Village and was like, okay, like I gotta do what dude is doing. I gotta, I gotta, you gotta make it a little sloppy. Yeah. You gotta make it, yeah, a little, little off, just a more authentic. Cause he said like every song that we worked on, it was like, okay, what would Dilla do if he was trying to do this? <laughs> That's what they said. It was like every song was like, okay, what would Dilla be doing if he was trying to right. produce something like this? And that's how the shit came out like that. So a lot of uh, what we can consider neo soul, a lot of the the best albums from that era, like they call him like the Godfather. That <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, a lot of the best albums from the era were either Dilla or Dilla inspired. So. Great producer, your favorite producer's favorite producer. If you ask like somebody like Pharrell or fucking whoever you think is dope, like 
Timberland or something. Thing. They're gonna say Dilla. They're gonna say Dilla's one of my favorites. You talk to you know Pete Rock or fucking yeah. Prem or anybody. They're gonna say Dilla's one of the is in their top five. So I remember I would go on Facebook every time it was around his birthday or around when he died, and I'd be like, you know, be saying shit like he's the greatest. And, you know, I throw shows, you know, shit, mm-hmm. which you know. <laughs> My shows were dope. Just gonna say they that. were dope. I'm gonna put that out there. They were part dope. Of that shit. Yeah, yeah, it was packed, packed <laughs> rooms. Put that out there. But anyway, right. um, nobody duplicated. But anyway, right. I put that out there. Right. But um, I just, I just, man, <laughs> I'm kind of stuck on that now. So uh-huh. I'm thinking too, too much about that. But <laughs> where was I going with that? Um, I don't even remember where I started with that. Same when, I got when stuck uh, on myself. Yeah, it's saying when uh every time around his birthday comes around. Right. Um yeah, I'd always put something on Facebook about, you know, he's the greatest that ever did it. And it seems like it would always be like other artists or producers that'd be like, I hate to you know, they put their own little post up, I hate to disagree with everybody, but he wasn't <laughs> the greatest. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it'd be people like stuck in fucking Milwaukee mm-hmm. not doing shit. Mm-hmm. Like people that never did that never like, did anything or never produced anything you're, that was. You're, of not, that you're doing nothing major. Mm-hmm. Like and it was always those kind of people like that just not really your shit's not out there, nobody's listening to it. But it's always people like that. Like he wasn't the greatest. He wasn't. He was just okay. I can see. You Let know, me see you take a Rick James record and turn it into fucking doing it. Right. Exactly. Do that. Show me. Show me your your version of that exactly. before we could talk. And then you could talk to me about somebody not being dope. They put up a list of like ten art. Ten. These are ten producers that were better than Dilla. Like just just fuck shut the fuck up and deal with the fact that he was one of the greatest. Yeah. Because when you talk to whoever, because most of the people will put Pete Rock on that. Right, and, and, and you ask, you talk to Pete Rock, and Pete they'd be like, "Dude, he was doing shit that I could never even fucking imagine him right. doing." He's your favorite producer's <laughs> favorite producer. It's like it's, it's it's well known. Like it's it's just a thing. Like it's you can like it, it's different. Like just to say I don't like his music, but to listen to it as a you know somebody who who produces, you listen to it and say you can't appreciate it is weird to me. Tribe Called Quest had fucking was making nothing but classic music. Like right. Q-Tip is a, a legendary fucking producer. He heard Dilla's shit and was like, "I need him producing my shit." Right, and he said he, he like he said that like he was talking to Dale. I saw he's like, "I'm not bugging, right? Like this shit is dope, right? I'm not bugging, right?" <laughs> like people who were fucking great, you know, what I'm saying people who were making classic fucking records heard Dilla's shit and was like, "We going to Detroit." Right. We need to go to Detroit and find Detroit. out. Right. right, we need to go to Detroit and find out who this motherfucker is because. Right. He is that dope. We need to find out who the fuck he is and how the fuck he just came up <laughs> with that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how are all these people wrong? But these people used to argue with me about this shit. How are you right? right. Like, I don't, I don't understand that logic. <laughs> just say you don't like his music. That's different to say, like, I don't like, like, personally, I don't like the sound. I don't like his music. That's different. But to just say, outright say, like, he's not the best. Like, he's not, he's not this. He's not that. Like, such and such is better. Questlove stupid. heard his beats over the phone and was like, <laughs> I'm going, to, I need to go to Detroit. He needs to be on my next app. Right. Like that's, and that's how things fall apart came together. Right. Like, that's, that's easy. Like, it's just. I, I, their I, best I, album came together. Literally. <laughs> like, literally their best album Everybody's of all time. best album came out of that. You know, Mama's Gun, Voodoo. Like water for chocolate, uh, things fall apart. Like, and I'm talking of firstborn, second. Like all of those dope albums came out of fuck came from Dilla. Like they right. all, it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> undisputable. Really, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. 
And I just I, I just remember being very up like I don't get upset about shit like on, <laughs> especially on online Facebook when I was on that shit like I did never got upset because my shit was all jokes but that was literally like the one thing that would make me angry would be arguing about Dilla like uh-huh. it made no sense to me mm-hmm. just let it go right like right just let it happen uh, again he's like we said he's your favorite producer's favorite producer and his influence was massive even though he was only around for a a short period of time but his influence was massive on a lot of fucking people a lot of fucking people changed their whole shit up yep after they heard after they heard what he was doing like a lot of people changed their whole shit up so yeah we always try to give it up for dilla around this time every year i usually post a lot of shit i do a mix or something or we try to do an event we didn't get a chance to do an event this year but uh we try to do something to keep his legacy going, there's a lot of events around the country, around you know, around the country where they we try to keep his legacy going. Yeah, I actually talked to his mother, Ma Dukes. Um, Cause when I did mine, I would donate the money to um, the the event. I would donate the money to his um, foundation, the founded the, the, the Dilla foundation. foundation. And um, his mother actually would call me and like thank me personally for like you know. And I was, you know, I was like in awe, like that she actually called and like talked. She, like the first time she called, she talked to me for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. just like, you know, she couldn't believe like the money I sent and like she was so happy and thankful and like asked me about the event, wanted pictures, all this shit, and that I was really grateful. Like I know like a lot of weird shit happened after that with like that Dilla Foundation, but yeah, just at the time that was just cool. To, like you know that his mother really appreciated. You know what we did. You know it was dope. Yeah, the whole situation with this financials is, is sketchy, and I don't really want to get into it because I don't know all of everything about it. But I don't either. That's but I just I hope I his seeds are being taken care of. I hope his, right. his children are being taken care of. I know um, their uncle was running the donut, donut shop. shop. Yeah, I think that's still going. Yeah, that's he still did going a GoFundMe page for it because they was trying to renovate or some shit like that. Yeah, so. like a ton of money for it, mm-hmm. and they put it on that the show the. Um, What's that show on uh, Netflix, the hip-hop... Um, evolution? Hip-hop Evolution. Okay. I think that probably, like... I'm sure that boosted the business a little yeah, bit, Yeah, I hope too, so. Putting it on there. Yeah, I hope so. And they just did an event in Detroit for uh, for Dilla's uh, Dilla Detroit thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my homeboy, uh, Tony Tone, was part of that. He had a... Uh, he just put up uh, on Facebook... Not Facebook, on YouTube. He's not on Facebook. But he put up something on YouTube, which was, was like a, a, a interlude that... Dilla did just for him for a mixtape a long time ago and he just put it up for people to be able to hear it and I had never heard it before and it's like a beat that Dilla did that had never really been heard before and shit like that so that was pretty dope and um yeah so it's just a lot of people doing a whole lot to try to keep his legacy alive and try to do shit to, to keep his name out there and that's it's very few artists that still have their legacy and still have you know people trying to raise their name up 14, 15 years after they passed and shit like that. People don't even do that for Pac. And nope. Pac is a major fucking artist. And you don't hear yep. no, ain't no fucking annual event to, for Tupac or ain't no really there's no, no biggie night. Yeah, there's no <laughs> annual biggie night every fucking March 9th and no shit like that. It should be. But there's yeah. no biggie nights. There's no Tupac nights. But there's people been doing Dilla shit for years now, for, you know, at least 10 years. It's like a, it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, all around, I, I could say the world. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of, you know, you see little countries, you know, doing that shit. But like all over, like people do something, and 
I think I, I hope. It I think that's going. pretty dope. I think it's pretty dope. I think I that. might come back next year to 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 do something. Yeah, like we need to really organize something and really put something good together, whether here or Chicago or something. Yeah, because I don't even think they did. Uh, I think this. I think it might be some 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 joints that went on in Chicago, but I, I don't I don't recall. So, yeah. but yeah, um, the show is kind of carried on a little bit longer than because <laughs> we kind of got into other shit. But uh, we could talk about like new shit before we. Uh, check out of here. Uh, what new music are you listening to? Um, well, we've we've talked about that Juicy the Emissary, that Timber. No, we didn't talk about it. We've been talking about everything else. We didn't talk no, about so, that. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to that. Uh-huh. Uh, that Timber, as, that's pretty dope. Yeah, and we we talked about how I I didn't know he was a white dude. Not that it matters. Not that there's anything <laughs> yeah. wrong with that, but it's super soulful and dope. I just did not know it was a white dude. Like I. I don't know. I just never looked because I don't really pay attention to what people look like. Yeah, mm-hmm. Juicy the Emissary had a really uh, dope um, beat tape a couple years ago called Attention Kmart Choppers. And this is his first uh, major tape since then. And yep. it's called, called Temper. It's on Street Corner Music. So uh, check that out on Bandcamp. Uh, it's something really cool. Street to, Corner is what's some call it? Yeah, uh, House Shoes thing. House Shoes shit. Yeah, House Shoes thing. Uh, shout out to House Shoes. And. Um, yeah, that's pretty pretty dope. Uh, bandana instrumentals are out now. Yeah, instrumentals for Bandana are out. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you want to just ride around and try to uh, do the lyrics to to Bandana and shit, you know, what I'm saying now now those instrumentals are out for you to uh, ride around and, and get your Freddie Gibbs on and shit. Yeah, one of the best albums from last year. Uh, Alchemist got some dope shit out. Uh, Boldy James, the Price of Tea in China. Yep, that's that shit is fire. fire. Yeah, <laughs> it's, man, Boldy is weird though, because sometimes he'll be like just going hard, and sometimes like you can tell he just smokes out, and he's yeah. like, just like let it, uh, you know, like some shit like that. But other times he goes hard as fuck. Yeah, and then, yeah. I don't know what his deal is, but yeah, that shit is dope. Like, yeah, I've been fucking with that hard. Uh, what, what's my? I've shit been like, there? so I listened to um, Hip Hop Digest like a couple of weeks ago. And um, they were talking about their favorite because you know we were talking about our favorite of the 2010s, mm-hmm. and they kept bringing up that Rashid Chappelle shit. Okay. And like, have you listened ever listened to Rashid Chappelle? Nope. Okay, so he had an album in like 2010 or something, and then another one in 2018. Okay. So somehow I missed this dude a hundred percent altogether. His albums are classics. Really? Like, but just look up Rashid Chappelle. Okay. Like, um, both he has two albums. Uh, the second one is called First Brick, I think. But this dude, like some new, like, if you want some New York shit, like this, he's and he lyrically he snapped like okay. on both albums. I don't know why there was a big span, like almost a ten year span between albums. I don't know if he went to jail or some shit, but dude is raw as I, fuck. I didn't tap in. They that put then. it on their li- everyone put it on their list on Hip Hop Digest for the mm. 2010s best albums, and I was like, I've never heard of this dude before ever. Interesting and. I just by I just listened to it and I've been on it ever since like like finally I like listened to it one day I was like let's listen to this new guy but they they keep talking about it. I listened to it I was like this this he needs to be on a pedestal somewhere cuz this shit is stupid somebody who should who is on a pedestal who shouldn't be <laughs> that uh is finally maybe putting this shit out now is a uh, J Electronica yeah. he just posted on Twitter uh the other day saying that um he finished the album that album is done. Yeah. That is recorded over the past forty days, and that is supposed to come out forty days from last week. So mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to come out on like March eighteenth. Now, yeah. according to the timeline that he put out, that is supposed to be coming out on March eighteenth, and that um, 
new other news with that is that uh it's supposed to be a joint thing between him and Jay Z. Like Jay is supposed to be on like at least half of the album. Yeah. Like Jay is supposed to, it's supposed to be like a kind of a Watch the Throne type deal where it's him and Jay Z. So hmm. uh, I I'm I'm interested because we've been waiting for this hmm. shit for fucking fifteen years now. Yeah. For 10, 15 years, you know what I'm saying? Exhibit C was like 2008. Yeah, Exhibit Exhibit C came out 2008, and he had music out before that. You know, that was like just one of his biggest records. But uh, he had music out before that. But um, it'll be interesting if it actually happens. I had to actually respond to Just Blaze. Like, dude, I don't... Because he said something. Yeah. I I told him, like, dude, in the words of your man, like, we don't believe you. You need more people. Right. Because I don't believe until until it's physically... In my possession, I don't believe that that's just that going to happen. It's yeah. like, and you stop you caring. No, yeah, like, you don't have no credibility with me until you actually put some shit out. You don't have no credibility with me. I, I don't care about you saying some shit that's going to be done because I've many, heard that How many already. years later is it? Mm. Uh, how many years later is it since Jay, Jay dropped anything? Uh, The last... You talking about Jay Z or Jay Electronica? Jay Electronica. Okay. Uh, the last thing Jay Electronica came out with, I don't fucking even remember. Yeah, it's exactly. been a few years. Exactly, it's been <laughs> a few years since we even heard a single. Since we even heard a single, but I mean, when the, the last time he was like actively dropping music was probably like 2010. You know, 2009, 2010 was like the t- last time that he was actively. But like, he did the, uh, What the fuck has he been doing? I have no fucking idea. I think we're about to find out. I know we had maybe we gonna find out the Rothschild, but mm. yeah. So he's like paid, but like I get that. But what mm. the fuck was he doing? <laughs> Young Guru and them tweeted. They said it's it's a thing. They said it's it's official. Uh, we'll see. We we shall fucking see what happens. Uh, maybe we'll be talking about it here in a couple episodes. You know we'll what? Talking they about need it. to like not make a big deal out of that shit. Mm. Just drop it. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, dude, don't. Tease motherfuckers We've been waiting for this shit For like 10 years Like just put the shit out it, Like if like, you're gonna If it's done Then put it out I'm not sweating that shit yeah. At all like, If it's done Then put it out But I'm on a, I'm on a wait and see Type deal with that um, I wanna hear I still It's still a, a small piece of me That wants to hear Like what the fuck He's been doing right. And what the fuck He gonna put out But uh, at might, the same it time It might be fire It man. might be it might, I, I'm gonna I'm reserve my judgment Until I actually hear the shit right. But I'm not my, my expectations are my hopes ain't high that I'm gonna actually hear this shit because we've been waiting, we've been we've been getting pump faked on on the J Electronica <laughs> album for like ten years now. So yep. until I hear it, until I actually physically can buy it and I can I'm actually not. hear it, I'm not I'm not believing it. I'm not I'm not gonna believe it until it happens to the point where I actually know what the fuck is going on. So and, we'll uh, see. That other thing, I guess one more we can talk about is that, uh, what's that guy's name that we were just, uh, you sent it to me yesterday, I think. Uh, O-T. Oh, O-T the Real? O-T the Real and uh, Nims. Yeah. That shit goes hard. That white boy is raw. (laughs) O-T the, man. Yeah. I forgot what the fuck was the name of that song. I just sent it to you. I listened to his album, too. I was like, it's it's a little trappy a little bit, but. You can tell yeah. that dude has been in jail for a minute, <laughs> like straight up. Like he's, and he wasn't with the Nazi either. Yeah. Like yeah. he was on yeah. some other shit. Yeah, like he went. He yeah. He goes I fuck hard. with Ot the real. Yeah, he did that. Uh, when that that so Brooklyn thing came out, he did a dope ass record to that. So, man, he yeah, he snapped on that song. Though. But him and them's got a song out right now. You can look at it, look for it on on YouTube. They just put a video out for it. And yeah, that shit is dope. That shit is dope. They both got off on that. He was like, 
You just put a mattress on top of them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some straight up, some straight <laughs> drug shit. Yep. Uh, some other shit that I liked was uh, the Fly Anakin. Fly Anakin just put out something. It's called uh, At the End of the Day. Oh, I got to get on that. Yeah, it's called At the End of the Day. And um, like I said on our year-end episode uh, a couple weeks ago or about a m- month or two ago, that uh, Mutant Academy is somebody is a crew that you really need to be checking for. Uh, Mutant Academy is really dope. Uh, Fly Anakin, uh, Big Kahuna OG. Uh, Anakin got some shit coming out with Mad Lib this year at some point. I don't know when that's coming out. They didn't give an actual release date. Uh, this is um, this is an album, and it's got a uh, Tuami producing on it, and it's got the rest of the Mutant Academy on it. So I mean, just check it out, and uh, you can stream it on Bandcamp a little bit before you you can commit to buying it or anything like that. And it's just it's just a dope ass album, you know. Uh, uh, Fly Anakin got he got bars and shit. He got some nice skills, and uh, yeah, you should definitely tune into that if you're looking for something different, something that other motherfuckers ain't really on yet and shit. Right. And the beats is is dope, and the raps is oh, dope. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so yeah, definitely uh, tap in with that. Um, you got anything else you've been listening to and shit? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of just old tribe stuff lately. I don't know why I've been on that. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I all Bodie lately. I've been that's between the bold face shit and then the new yeah. shit. That's all I'm on. That's pretty much all I'm on right now. I listen to that riding around all like over. all the time. I, and uh, 38 Special and uh, Benny, they re-released that stabbed or shot. Oh, did they? Or stabbed and shot, yeah, with a cool like uh, new cover and all that. Oh, you know it what? Sounds a little better. Uh, El Camino just put he, he put out something with uh, 30 produced by 38 Special. I think they come out tomorrow. I forgot Oof. what the, I forgot the name of it though. I Oof. forgot the name of it, but uh, yeah, he just announced that too. I think that's supposed to come out tomorrow. It's supposed to be uh, yes, El Camino and the whole thing is thirty eight special produced. So Damn, once I find out what the name dope. of that is, we'll probably be talking about that on the next episode once I hear it and shit. Because that's a that's a good combination. Thirty eight special is dope with the beats. Very. I, I I wouldn't expect him to be that good producing, but yeah, it's his production. Oh, uh, you know who else is coming out? Uh, Shay Noir coming out tomorrow. Oh, another one? Yeah, okay. she got an uh, album coming out tomorrow called Juno. That come out tomorrow, so. Yeah, because yeah, so his solo, 38 Special solo shit is always dope. And, like, I don't even think about it till after the fact. Like, oh, he probably produced all that shit. Yeah, so. he produces, like, all his music. So, yeah. he's uh, he's actually I, a, I just a like good his producer. style. His mm-hmm. whole, like, his, like, the way he raps. Like, mm-hmm. he's very, he's got a very specific style. Mm-hmm. So, I like hearing him. Him and Benny together, man, they they need to do more albums together. We almost avoided Griselda Talk for an entire episode. <laughs> but almost. We almost. We almost made it, but not quite. We got to get some Griselda Talk in there at, at some point. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we made it to the end of the episode, but we still we still got to get some Griselda Talk in there and shit. So, I mean, even though they affiliates, it's still kind of they that, that type of thing. So, but yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of dope music out. It's a lot of dope shit coming out. Um, uh, don't forget to get your uh, free week on Pornhub this week. <laughs> it's a free, it's a free week on Pornhub. Free week on Pornhub. <laughs> if you want that, that, that Pornhub? Uh, what's the the high Pornhub one? Prime or something? Pornhub Pr- yeah, <laughs> porn, porn Prime. Free Pornhub Prime. <laughs> one week. 
We gotta get it. I want to get into the, the whole porn shit too, but that's another episode. That's a whole another episode. Yeah, that's a whole another episode. We didn't already. It's our. We already coming up on about an hour and a half and shit. Yeah, we got. We can go on fan. We can talk about fans only for uh, or only fans yeah. for like an hour and a half. So. <laughs> Trying to understand. Yeah, we that. definitely got <laughs> some opinions about OnlyFans and, and Pornhub and all that shit. But that's a different episode for a different time. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll do that next one. Mm-hmm. We'll let y'all off the hook. <laughs> the porn episode. All right, all right, we. De- Definitely got to get into that. Like we'll let y'all off the hook at this point. Uh, it's been a, a dope episode. We had a lot of shit to talk about. There's been a lot of shit going on, news wise, uh, music wise, and shit. So much. Still other topics that we need to talk about. Uh, we'll probably get to that next episode too. And um, as always, just keep checking us out on Anchor. Keep checking us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts. Uh, as always, shout out to all of the homies that's been listening and been, and been commenting. And been letting me know that they fuck with the, the movement that we're trying to do here. Shout out to my pops who's been listening. <laughs> it's weird, but he always listens to my pop. Any podcast really? I'm on. So, Happy you know. birthday to my mom. It's my mom's birthday today and shit. She don't listen to the podcast, but I'm just saying it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moms don't listen to the podcast, but, you know. Uh, happy birthday to moms and uh, shout out to everybody that's been listening. Um, yeah, everybody that's been listening, everybody that's been checking us out. As always, you can um, find me on Instagram at uh, DJ Contact. You can find me on Twitter. Same thing, DJ Contact. And um, always on there responding to people, talking to folks, uh, talking a bunch of bullshit. And uh, yeah, uh, just keep keep tuning in, keep rocking with us. And uh, do you have anything else you want to say before we go out of here? Uh, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> we good. We we been drinking seven and seven. Shout out to my man's uh uh disco DJ King Disco. Uh, R.I.P. to him. I was just thinking about him, so I bought a a, a bottle of Seagram Seven and shit. Been drinking seven and sevens in here talking shit. And um, yeah, it's, it's another good episode. Uh, another good time. <laughs> good shout out to Lou for affirming that I'm an idiot for not knowing about Rashid Chappelle. <laughs> I had to confirm it with him. Shout out Lou because I know they- <laughs> I was like, you know about this dude? He's like, yeah, I got both his albums. Lou, like, come yeah. on. Lou know all that shit. You know, <laughs> Lou just be buying shit just to be yep. buying it. You know what I'm saying? Lou buy everything that comes out. I know they're getting ready to go record shopping soon. So Yeah, I wish I could go on that trip. but I got Yeah, they're going record shopping. I always got Saturday. some shit going on. I know. I always miss the shit too. They always pick weekends. I got to work. Or uh, I got some other shit going on. I don't get a chance to go, and you be—I I don't be meaning to. Uh, you see pictures that shit looks fun as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't be meaning to the pump fake y'all and shit like that. But I, I just always pick weekends. I can't go. If I Me could too. go, I would Ditto. go. Yeah, if I could come down and, and kick it with y'all and buy records and shit and hang out, I would go. But y'all always pick times when I can't go. <laughs> so it is what it is. But uh, yeah, check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Anchor as always. And it's been another good episode, and we will catch y'all in a couple weeks. Word. Peace. Peace.